the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to the better life. And now here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. I'm Dr. Marianne Pinkston. As always, I am happy to have you guys on board for another great show. And this week, again, will be no different. I have Dr. Coley Chowdhury, who is with me today. And we are going to speak about depression, which I've had a couple of shows recently regarding depression. In fact, week before last, we talked a little bit about uh, suicide and soul exhaustion. And I just wanted to take this a little bit further because there is some great research. And she supplied that, which I'm going to put on the website for you guys. There is some great research about gut health and depression. And so this is cutting edge. I think everybody these days is talking about gut health and, you know, what is gut health? I think there's a lot of people who really don't understand it quite yet. So I am so glad you are here to talk to us about it. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you so much. And man, you already brought up some really good points. The fact that a lot of people don't even know what it means. Right. What What is gut health? Really good Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Well, and you know, when you've only got 27 minutes, you've got to get in. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad to have you here. So tell me a little bit about you and kind of your background and, and how this came to be such a passion for you. Absolutely. So I'm a neurologist. So I'm a brain doctor, as my patients say. Um, and early on in my career, I incorporated the ancient medical tradition from India called Ayurvedic medicine into my neurology practice um, because I basically developed debilitating migraine headaches as a young neurologist and could not treat my own headaches for a year through trial and error. I suffered through intractable migraine headaches. And after an Ayurvedic consultation in three months, my headaches were completely gone and the entire basis for the regimen that I was prescribed as a patient now, it was all based on the gut brain connection. And it just it basically my brain exploded after that, because, of course, that's not something we learned. Um, and so it just transformed my life. And I couldn't practice the same way anymore. You know, for my patients, I couldn't keep from them something that relieved so much suffering in my own life. Wow. And that's that, you know, I think everybody, every physician, every practitioner who gets into more integrative style medicine has a story and it's that makes the light bulb to suddenly go off. And then you're right, your transition, you can't go back to that old way of practice. And so with the, and migraines are a terrible, uh, terrible, terrible thing, but so with uh, with that, how did you get into treating depression? Because neurology and depression, I mean, you think psychiatry and depression, you don't always- Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And um, I, I didn't think I was treating depression. You know, after becoming an Ayurvedic patient, I was just kind of stunned that, oh my gosh, like gut health has something to do with the brain. I, I had to sit in that for a while because of course, that completely shook my world. And, you know, here's this- ancient medical tradition from thousands of years ago that accomplished something that my beautiful, you know, modern medical degree 
couldn't solve for myself. And so as I started seeing patients and slowly started integrating this approach into my practice, and again, I was just focusing on brain health, you know, just like the physical aspects of neurological conditions. What I found was that because, you know, so many neurological patients also suffer from anxiety, depression, you know, other mood issues. Um, so many of my patients, their depression was going away. Their anxiety was going away. Their, you know, their debilitating psychiatric conditions that they've also struggled with for 20, 30 years was suddenly going away. And I wasn't doing any psychotherapy. And we were even able to slowly taper them off of their antidepressants. And so it came to me kind of indirectly. And as I saw this, I was like, okay, so I know that this works for brain health. Although at that time, I didn't even understand why that was occurring. And then I had to go deeper into, so why is this also helping for mood? And the further and further and further I went into it, the more and more surprised I was of not only what the ancient signs had to say about the gut-brain connection and the gut-mind connection, but also what our modern research had found that you and I weren't learning like in medical school. We weren't learning in our training. I'm like, wait a minute, this this research actually exists. And of course, since then, it's only become more and more robust. Thank goodness. Absolutely. And so, well, then let's uh, let's talk about that then with the gut. How does the gut affect the brain and mood? Where's the basics of this so people understand? So first of all, we have to shift our paradigm of the way that we look at the body, that they're not different parts, right? That there is this interconnection. And in that interconnection, there's certain systems that are virtually inseparable, meaning they they function so tightly together that they're really one functional unit and the brain and gut has that type of relationship. And that means whatever's happening in the brain is happening in the gut. Whatever's happening in the gut is happening in the brain. Now, as, as a trained neurologist, I struggled with this so much because it's so went against everything I learned right. and I wanted it to be nice and neat. Like, you know, I don't know if you remember med school, like the way they describe the brain is just so clean. It's like way up there and everything else is like so far away. And I didn't really have to think about all that, That's you know, true. and I just, I, I kind of loved that because there was just a cleanliness. Unfortunately, it's just not true. Um, and so when I went deeper into this research, which, you know, I knew it worked clinically, I was seeing that, but I was, you know, I mean, we're, we're doctors. So we're like, we got to figure out why it works. What blew me away and what continues to blow me away is the way in which our gut microbiome, so that's all the organisms that live in our gut, the way in which they actually dictate the way that we think and the way that we feel. And one of the ways that they do that is just in the production of neurotransmitters. So neurotransmitters are the way that one brain cell communicates to another and I, you know, I was trained that that happens all up here, up in the brain. And it turns out that, no, they're actually providing quite a bit of our neurotransmitters. In certain in instances, they're providing the majority of some of our feel-good neurotransmitters. And so they're constantly telling the brain how to think, how to feel. And that was amazing to me. And so what we're eating, the way that we're living, and even what we're thinking is determining what type of of guys we have there. Are, are these the ones that are producing the chemicals that make us feel good? Or are they the ones that are producing chemicals that are actually causing depression? And I always tell my patients that 70 to, well, maybe more than that, actually, I usually say 80% of your 
uh, neurotransmitters or your serotonin is made by your mm-hmm. intestine and yeah. providing your brain. So the imbalance of all the bacteria in, you know, overgrowth of yeast or, you know, whatever is going on there, the uh, overgrowth is actually limiting how much brain chemistry you're making. And that is Absolutely. why you are feeling what you're feeling. So we've got to grab that balance back. And so try to, you know, find some way of making it very simple for people, because again, a lot of people I know in South Texas with all the Mexican food that we eat and, you know, the fiestas and the partying and things like that. I, this is a really difficult problem here in South Texas for, for patients to understand that you are affecting the bacterial growth in your in your intestine, therefore affecting, like you say, how you think and how you feel. And, you know, medical school. Medical school was fifty-year-old medicine. That was something that you know, <laughs> at least, at least, if not older. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, everything that I've learned about treating people correctly uh, has been learned probably in the last sixteen years that I've gone yeah. into integrative medicine. It's all forward-thinking things that are accepted more overseas than they are here, and it's it's really, really we're we're evolving though. It's coming. We're evolving, thankfully. So, how do you uh, how do you approach it? How do you treat you know patients? How do you um, you know what are the the basic balances that you're looking for? How do you approach it with patients? Well, there's a certain degree of individuality, right? Because in, in Ayurvedic medicine, um, and that is the medical tradition in India that you know I incorporated into my practice. Because you know, as you said, even though we're embracing the future, a lot of what we're embracing is from thousands of years I, ago. Um, them as we thought they were. Yeah, it's a, well, part of it is individualized because we really base it on like what's your narrative, what's your mind body type. But there's certain basic things that I do for pretty much every single patient. Um, and it's to really honor that mind gut connection and how to bring it back online. Because when you have that dysbiosis, when you have the wrong guys growing in your gut, it's not so easy to suddenly change the way you're eating because your gut's giving you positive feedback, you know, through secreting dopamine by secure, by secreting your feel good neurotransmitters. Your gut is giving you feedback to eat more of those negative foods. Crave the wrong things. Exactly. And so I don't believe in fighting biochemistry with willpower. I believe in fighting biochemistry with biochemistry. And so Ayurvedic medicine has this great approach. And so I start with some key, key herbs and some key tools in the kitchen. So in terms of my herbal arsenal, um, one of the first things I start every single patient, and this is what I was started on, is the herb Trifla. And it's made out of three berries. And that helps to heal the mucosa, you know, detoxify the entire body, but particularly the gut. And just through that process, it's like there's clarity in that connection between the brain and the gut. And then I add in two more things, again, almost to every single patient. And those are the herbs ashwagandha and brahmi. The ashwagandha helps with the stress response, which fuels so much of our binge eating and our cravings. It really helps to crush the cravings. And the Brahmi, which is an herb traditionally used in Ayurvedic medicine for neurological conditions and addictions, helps for balancing the neurotransmitter so that the unhealthy gut bacteria can't give you those spikes anymore. It starts to break that feedback loop, you know, for food addictions. So that's what I will typically start with just as like the reset button. And then there's one more thing I like to give my patients, the prime tea, which is super easy to make. It's just half a teaspoon of cumin seeds, coriander seeds, fennel seeds. You boil it for five to 10 minutes and then, you know, in about four to five cups of water and you take out the seeds, put it in a thermos and you just sip it all day long. And each one of these seeds, even though they're foods, people underestimate that food is also medicine. Yes. Each one of these seeds goes in 
and it starts to heal the gut. So I actually start first with like, what do I need to do to just clear out the gut, get the brain in, in, in our mind, you know, the brain up here in our skull, not the brain down in the gut, but get that one back online and communicating with the brain down in our gut, get those two together and start pulling out the toxins. And then what I start to see is that then changing what they're eating becomes more spontaneous. Their body starts to develop that inner intelligence again, where it's easy to introduce the foods you should be eating and pull out the foods you shouldn't be eating. That's great. And so just a great starting place. How um, because people think, well, I'll just change how I eat. And you say the no, it's, 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 it's nearly it's impossible. It's just nearly impossible. Cause it's kind of like saying, I think I won't be diabetic today. <laughs> or, you know, I think I won't have heart disease today. Like I'm going to willpower myself into not having heart disease. It is so hard. And this is what I saw in my patients. Cause you know, I, I, I was practicing in La Jolla. I had, you know, an amazing population. I mean, these were people who had accomplished so much in other areas of their life, you know, or they were, they were running their homes like they were CEOs. I mean, they were just so organized, so efficient. And then when it came to changing their food, they were like, why is it so hard? Like I've done everything else. And quite honestly, I mean, I was a neurologist when I had developed migraine headaches and I couldn't change the way I was eating. So why would I expect my patients to do something that I couldn't do? I was able to change the way I ate when my Ayurvedic practitioner put me on a regimen that cleared out my gut. And so this is like the easiest part of depression. You know, depression is a multifactorial thing. It's not that I don't recommend doing meditation. It's not that I don't recommend doing trauma work. But I say, if you're doing all of that before your gut brain is back online, it's so hard. It's so hard. But when you actually shift that biochemistry in your gut and in your brain, everything else just falls into line. Trying to change how you eat, just cold turkey is, it's just, it's hard. Why, why do it the hard way when we do everything else efficiently? Right. And I don't know if it, you know, really, uh, I was 300 pounds at one point and You're lost kidding. 71 pounds, right? But wow. it did, and say it almost every show, honestly, put it out there, but people don't understand really the things that I had to do to get to that point. Yeah. Because yes, you're right. I'm the CEO of my world too. I mean, I do so yeah. many things. I couldn't change how I, I was, yeah. I was 300 pounds being the person that I am go getter. It, it just, it doesn't work. And it is entirely in the gut brain where I was able to make those changes. I love your yeah. approach. That's a very new and different approach. Um, and I really want to look into that. You, you sent me, I know, or, or uh, Kennedy sent me a lot of great information that I would really love to look over. And then I would like to put a lot of this on my website too. Not that Absolutely. I want people to do this all on their own, but I definitely mm-hmm. want them to have the right information. Um, also, uh, with your approach, I know we talked about meditation. Maybe we can do that kind of coming up on the other side. We're getting kind of yeah. break, but where can, you know, people look for you? Where can people find you and all of your, you've written a couple of books. You're very accomplished. You've a lot of <laughs> well, you and I are both kind of in that CEO model. I love doing everything, but I really honor that gut brain connection. Right? And that's like the foundation for everything I do. So in my first book, The Prime, I actually outlined this program that I created for my patients of how to get the gut back online. And it's funny what you said, because um, I created the program as a you know neuro rehabilitation program. Everybody lost weight, just like you're saying. You know, Once you start doing this, you just lose weight. And so it's a weight loss book that's actually based on my neuro rehabilitation <laughs> program. Wonderful. But, you know, for... 
For more information in terms of like ongoing um, articles I write, and I actually have created a free program for people who want to learn how to meditate. Um, my my bio page, drkchaudhry.com, has all of the free information that I give out in terms of articles, meditation programs, because it's a natural tendency. A lot of people think they can't meditate, but it's really just that their gut-brain connection is has been hacked, right? It's been hacked by the wrong wrong biochemistry and the wrong organisms once you get that back online you have a natural tendency to want to find peace right you know there's just this yearning for it and so then meditation is just like the natural next step absolutely true and i'm going to have your information uh on my website and make sure that people can get back to that and find it because i think this is so important probably one of the most important things i've talked about this year this is so important and uh so i'm going to also say uh, mentioning my website you can go to drpbetterlife.com and find all of her information as well as uh, the other shows last week i recorded my 100th show i'm so excited oh, congratulations a big step yeah this and so you can go to drpbetterlife.com and you can find all of the platforms, uh, YouTube and uh, our uh, media and for Spotify, iTunes, things like that, and find some of the previous shows as well as this one and more information on Dr. Chowdhury. And I'm going to pay homage for just a moment to my fantastic sponsor, who is Pinnacle Research Texas, who has taken very good care of me for now. They're on the second year with me and I appreciate them so much. Uh, this is a company that does research on fatty liver, which is rampant in South Texas. Mm. And so I urge people to go to pinnacleresearch.com and get a free fibro scan. You can get on the schedule for a free fibro scan, which I did. It takes 10 minutes, no needles, nothing. You actually get to talk to a physician too, which is wonderful. They are fantastic people. Uh, pinnacleresearch.com. All right. We are going to come back on the other side and uh, talk about more of this riveting topic. I love it. Thank you, Dr. Chad. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-529-7978 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Marianne Pinkston here with Dr. Colreet Chaudhry, who is a neurologist. I just think that's wonderful. And we're, yes, we are talking about gut and brain health in relation to depression. And we got off on a little uh, side note there about weight and, and talking with you over the break. I, I think we, uh, you brought up the, the topic that weight and you know, the way we approach it as far as willpower, yeah. it's a shame game and we're doing it completely wrong. So yeah. I'm going to take off with that one because you were so eloquent in, uh, in describing the, the pathway there for people. 
It was really one of the most heartbreaking things when I started to understand the biochemistry of this, of how much people looked at weight as something that they personally were responsible for, you know, not looking at the way the food industry has changed, not looking at the way the advertising has changed. Like, it, you know, food, when it's created to be addictive is a drug and it'd be like us advertising heroin all over the place and then expecting people to be like, oh, I don't know why I'm addicted on this. Um, but it's it's a biochemistry game. It's it's not a willpower game. And when you think, you know, things like mood and weight are just based on your willpower to feel better or eat better, it creates this cage of shame. And that is, I think, way worse than anything that happens to you physically is the shame that it creates. It just pushes you down as, as a human being. And so part of the reason why I'm so passionate about teaching this is you, you get out of that shame cage and you realize like, oh, I have control over this. And, you know, even though I'm responsible for getting out of this, it wasn't my fault in the sense that this has been done to us. Like the food industry knows this. There's an entire food science on the pleasure point, you know, of how to get people addicted to certain foods. So it's not your fault, but it's still your responsibility. Meaning, okay, you, you got here, not consciously, but this is your body. This is your life. But you don't have to feel ashamed of how you got here. And you don't have to feel ashamed of how hard it is because it is just purely based on biochemistry. And once you get that, biochemistry resolves biochemistry. It does if you do it correctly, but I, yeah. I find uh, I tell patients a lot of time, you know, you do a lot of self-study, you know, on the Internet. You listen to your social media groups and you listen to what you're the same industry that got you addicted is the same industry trying to get you thin, making you pay a lot of money. Yes. Oh, beautiful point. I mean, beautiful point. So why listen to the same industry that's also, because they're really not trying to help you. They're trying to pull you back. No, it's, it's a business. It's a food is a business and weight loss is a business. And that's, that's what I love about going back in time sort of to get these resolutions is it's independent of the business that got us into this mess. (laughs) I have a big speech. I do kind of a weight loss clinic and I do a big speech with patients and, and educate them on how the industry got us here. I love it. It's an amazing story. I could go for an hour talking to patients about how we got here. And after that, I think that I do that on purpose, as you say, to give them a little bit of freedom that really this isn't your fault. And yes, it is about fixing that underlying brain chemistry. So when you look at the the microbiome is what we call it, or the gut brain, you know, health, the gut body health. It's it's for everything. It's not just yes. our emotional health, our weight, but also our, you know, heart attack and stroke risk, our yes. inflammatory risk, our autoimmune risk, everything immune system, COVID. I mean, what you pick any subject in science about the body and it goes back down to the gut. And who would have thought that ugly little intestine down there had so much responsibility? Well, it, that's the thing is that when I you guess. look at these systems in the past, they knew exactly that. And so, I did. you know, I it started out as a neurologist, but because Ayurveda focuses so much on gut health. It's the first and major step towards health. My practice ended up, I I became a family physician. I saw everything. 
because my patients would bring in like, what about my uncle? What about my spouse? What about my child? And I was like, well, it's really the same story. (laughs) It is. And so, you know, when contemporary medicine tries to sit everything back into a recipe, you know, you're just a a person. You're not you're not uh, anything but just a bag of cells there. And we have to treat everybody exactly the same. And you mentioned in the beginning that you take a very personalized approach. Everybody's different. Not everybody is the same recipe. But you did mention there are some basic things that absolutely you to get started. I'm glad you mentioned those things. And so I definitely want to direct people back over uh, to you so they can look up some of these things. Every weight loss patient is going to uh, have reference to your book. I think that is amazing. (laughs) We're going to do that. So I'm definitely going to uh, put people back in touch with you. Tell us again, please. We are already at the end of the eight minutes. I can't believe how fast this show goes. And it's such a (laughs) shame. We've got so much we can talk about. Tell people how they can find you and more information. So for more information about Ayurveda, my webpage, Dr. K. Chaudhary has all of my articles and some information on how to learn to meditate. My personal website, Dr. Colreet Chaudhary, has kind of everything that I do and information about my books. And the book, The Prime, is my weight loss book that's essentially based on my program for brain health. Excellent. Well, good. And you will be able to find all of this information on my website at drpbetterlife.com, including some of the other shows and links to YouTube and iTunes, Spotify, all of the platforms. And then, of course, uh, everybody here in San Antonio on San Antonio Radio, KLUP 930, The Answer uh, is going to listen to it too next Sunday. It has absolutely been such a a pleasure to meet you and have you on the show. Thank you. This is great information. Uh, you're you're going to, when I go to conferences and, you know, we learn something new, they always try to give us information that we can take back and practice Monday morning, you know, yes. when up the door. So I got a lot of great Monday morning information <laughs> and uh, thank you for that. And so uh, I hope that maybe we could do this again. There's a lot of great information. I want people to also learn about meditation. I had somebody this weekend. Yeah, Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do something just on meditation and congratulations for what you're doing. I'm so impressed with what you're doing. I love it. I love just that you're really taking your journey and just sharing it and teaching. It's fantastic. I'm I'm just so... That's my heart and soul is, you know, I I think in the way that as a neurologist, you were given a whole migraine syndrome, you know, (laughs) very punished by God sometimes in the the universe. Yes, God's got a sense of humor. (laughs) Doctor, you're going to have all these, you know, uh, diseases or whatnot, but it's kind of a badge of honor because it's taught me how to care of people the right way. And I'm very proud of it. So you you go. I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you so much. I hope you have a blessed rest of your week. And we will air this next Sunday. I can't wait. And so everybody, drpbetterlife.com, find more information. Thank you. And uh, we will, we will, we will do this again soon. Thank you so much. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.